Monday mornings with Matt and Kevin. What's in the news? Topics that come up around the dinner table will be given the truth treatment with no punches held and no falsehood left standing. These two will debate real life issues from a Catholic perspective every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern. And now, here are your hosts, Matt and Kevin. We're in the, well, the first Monday of Lent. Uh, hopefully, you guys all made it through your your first weekend, your first half a week of Lent pretty well. And, well, you're starting off on the on the real uh, week of Lent. So let's see how well we do. I hope everyone's benefiting from, from this season. It's tough, but that's the point, right? It's supposed to be tough. So, But we also hope that you're here to, to listen to us talk and and you know, we're going to talk about what are we talking about, Matt? We're talking about we're going to talk about Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, um, pretty pretty interesting conspiracy theories. I'm excited for this one, and we're going to talk a bit about um, yeah, you know, an issue with well, with women not having babies anymore. Um, several mm. issues with that, and we might bring up a little bit of, of politics in Argentina, which kind of connect to politics here. Um, but we do want to say first of all, everybody, I I think this kind of goes without saying. We used to say it at, before every show, or I used to say it that. We're just two guys. We're two guys having a conversation and we can totally err and fail and say the wrong thing. We certainly don't want to scandalize anyone. We don't want to, you know, put anyone down the wrong path. We hope everyone understands that. I don't think we've we've ever done that. I certainly hope not. But just again, remember, we are not talking for any organization, any clergy, any group. We're not talking for the Catholic Church. This is literally Kevin and Matt having a conversation. Please Keep that in mind. If we say something wrong, you can ask us, hey, guys, uh, what, uh, I didn't like that. Okay, that's fine. That's fine if you didn't like it. But anyway, just remember that, um, yeah, we, we, we're not we, we're not speaking for, for any church or anything. It's just the two of us having a talk. I hope you guys appreciate it. I know people listen to it. So, well, I guess you guys must. So thank you for sticking with us. And please give us a little, I don't know, a little bit of leeway. Anyway, Matt, mm-hmm. I guess that segues into... Right, right. So yeah, so I wanted to jump in really quick as well and just mention that the the movie that I brought up, um, I saw it a long time ago. Um, and I believe I was even having difficulty remembering who directed the thing. And I believe it was Sofia Coppola. And I only brought that up, Kevin, my in my mental bank here, because I, that sounds like an Italian name. So it kind of kind of <laughs> pulled does. back to me. It's, it's something like Gabagol or Pazda Vazul. And it, it, it came to me uh, on, the, on the show last week. And yeah, there was a scene that I had brought up, um, which uh, apparently was the, the bedding ceremony, which after the, you know, Marie Antoinette and her husband were, were married, and um, I was just ignorant and, and really not fully, I guess, uh, comprehensive of the whole situation. And uh, I didn't mean to, you know, obviously scandalize anyone or, or lead anyone into any sort of maybe temptation or, 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 you know, suggest any impure thought or action there. So I do apologize if that was the case. Um, it was an innocent mistake or bypass on my part. And so I just wanted to bring that up really quick and address it. So speaking of, if the, hopefully that that covers that. And like you said too, you know, we we have said earlier when we started the show that we are just two laymen sharing ideas and talking with one another and just having a conversation, like we were sitting at a table having a conversation over whatever. So people are choosing to eavesdrop or listen I, on our conversation. I, There's really I, I, I do have to say, Matt, I did get a complaint. Yes. I did get a complaint. Uh, and, and a fair, another another one, another one that someone said that we don't argue enough. We don't. We're always on the same side. We're we're kind of boring. 
So one of these days, we're just going to have to, <laughs> we got to stop agreeing so much, Matt. But I remember when we actually first started the show, I brought that up to you. I was like, how do you kind of want the format? Are we going to, are we going to agree on everything? Or are we going to go back and forth? And I, I remember, I think, I believe we both kind of decided that, no, we weren't going to really argue. The only time that we were really going back and forth, and I know, do you know the topic? I know exactly what topic it is. Well, I know Thanksgiving. What do you and I, what? <laughs> Thanksgiving. What Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Okay, okay. All right. Sure. That's another one. But there's another topic, too, that I still think you're wrong on. And it has to do with swinging a baseball bat. Oh, the Yankees? Oh. Mm, Barry Bonds. Bonds. Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds. Oh. Yeah, the home run really king, bad, Barry Bonds. You get some really bad opinions about Thanksgiving <laughs> and Barry Bonds. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll argue about that all day long if you want. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, people yeah, agreed yeah. with me in the comments. I thought I was oh. riding solo well, here. You know, Matt, and, you know what uh, they say the about people edited. in the YouTube comment section. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not not our commenters most of the time. Just just when you agree with Matt not. about Barry Bonds or Thanksgiving. Of course you know. not. Uh, of course not. Are... Spring training is underway, Kev. Baseball is kind of, really? yes. Wow. The first game, what's today? Today, if we look at uh, the 19th, yeah. I believe the 24th. Saturday is the first spring training game for a lot of guys. So oh. uh, we're back. we're back at it. And um, do you think that they rig baseball like they can rig the NFL Super Bowl? I maybe nah, seems harder. To, it seems it, a bit be harder. harder it would be that. harder because, what because do you I do? think I think that the way to rig it and, and there there is absolute you know there's proof that the NBA has been rigged before by the referees. That, that I've got the guy's name. He's is a famous name. He, he's a famous ref and a hmm. famous um, scandal that he rigged NBA games. I think for his his own game was. Um, do was that with Jordan though, and all of that? It was I don't back in the, exactly. Yeah, been. it was back in the nineties. In um, the nineties, yeah, anyway, I remember hearing about this. Yeah, yeah. So he was he was in the pocket of the mafia or whatever, and so he was throwing games. And so a referee can determine how to call specific plays, how how harshly he called <coughs> it. He can call it harder for one team and not for the other. That's absolute fact. And it, there there yeah. there are definitely referees in the in the NBA who are harder on one team than another. There, there's a guy named I think his name's Scott. Brooks, oh man, I don't know that. Anyway, there's a referee right now who absolutely hates Nikola Jokic of the of the Denver Nuggets, and so every time he referees the Nuggets, he is unfair to the Nuggets because he doesn't like the player, and that's just I don't. If you disagree with it, then you're wrong. It's just it is just how it is. It's the human side of being a referee. So that's that's the low mm. end of it. But that that shows you though that that absolutely a game can be affected by the referees and we're going to get into the crazier you know side of this you want to know theory. can i just but, jump in really quick you yeah, want to know please. i just give me just give me your, your thoughts here from what i've noticed is they don't call travels anymore guys are taking four or five steps and they're letting them do you i don't watch as much but do you notice that oh yeah of course i mean i mean it's because it's a thing right yes oh it's because they they've determined that the de the defense is boring and it's because yeah, i mean true. our the generations of today don't have patience they they they, they don't, they don't like low scoring games, all the people want to watch, or that's what the NBA has determined that the people who watch sports right. today, they just want to see scoring. And I don't know if that's true, but that's what they think and here over here in Europe. It's a much more defensive game and much more, in my opinion, more fun to watch, but well, it's the same. It's a it's, thing for sure. It's the same to be said about baseball though, is, is I think the only way that you could argue that there was a quote unquote rigging of it was people want to see home runs. They want to see runs scored. And so they kind of put their hands over their eyes and their ears during the steroid era in which yeah. they claim Mark McGuire saved <laughs> baseball. He, he, he broke the, the home run record in 98. Uh, Sammy Sosa was right behind him and they let them steroid up, juice up 
just uh, to get those offensive numbers. But I'm I'm kind of with you is is I I appreciate if we want to put it on the baseball side of of things. I appreciate a well pitched game. I enjoyed like back then. I feel like there's not as many great pitchers anymore, but I enjoyed even as a Yankee fan watching Pedro Martinez pitch on the Red Sox. I loved watching Brandy Johnson, Greg Maddox. It was uh, Kevin Brown on the Padres. Um, there's just some guys that were Kurt Schilling. They're just incredible pitchers that I just enjoyed watching. So I loved a well pitched ball game. I didn't mind one to nothing, two two to one. I I didn't need to see. 13 to, to, to 11 that just it, it i don't know i appreciated the the intensity of a well-pitched game i think there's a lot of pressure when you've got a one-run lead and you've got to hold i don't know i i, I like that sort of well, and i think baseball. i think the issue is the rockies that, uh, didn't have Arge- kind of well, staff. The rockies were no not never <laughs> someday maybe, maybe when they change the rules again somehow but but no but but I, I think we were in a generation and the generation before us had a little more patience they, they could they could watch something for two or three hours and be okay with it. They, 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 yeah, they could just sit and, and wait, you know, and they didn't have to have home run after home run. I mean, look, look at our, look at what we consume nowadays. You know, we, we consume things that have to be 20 seconds long. It's like one of our next topics had a, mm. had a video from um, Instagram. I don't have Instagram, but my wife does. And she shared it with me and, and it's so fast. Like they go through these things so fast. And I'm like, I couldn't even read it. It was, it was it's like, like they had this story of, of women, you know, who, who couldn't have babies kind of, it's like, okay, wait, slow down. And I think that's, that's our society right now. It's too, everything's just boom, 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 boom. You know, it's, it's too fast. And we, no one can pay attention after about two seconds. And I think that's, and I think sports sees it. Sports are a business. So sports understand, okay, we need yes. to bring yes. in, in the younger generations because the older ones are going to die. So we need to bring in the younger ones. And how do we do that? We do that through speed. We do it through fast, you know, movement or you know scoring etc now football i think is is king as as you know and in 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 the u.s football is by far the biggest sport and so it's it's an interesting question when you talk about you know cheating in the nfl i i think what what's crazy so so again so back to the taylor swift topic now when i first heard that taylor swift was dating um travis kelsey and first of all i cannot stand the chiefs they're my rival so so the denver broncos are the rivals of the kansas city chiefs so so people are asking, why are you rooting for why are you rooting for San Francisco? That's a terrible city. Kansas City is a better city. It's like I've they're my right. They are my rivals. Kansas City is my rival, so I hate them. That's just how it is. If anyone understands sports, that's I mean that's why it's because they're in my division and we hate each other. And so that so that's the first premise of why I don't like this whole story. But anyway, so if it, but when I first heard that, that that Swift and Kelsey or Swift and um yeah Kelsey were dating, I was like, yes, that's interesting and then you heard all these stats and i i should have pulled this up maybe you did matt you usually do but there are mm. crazy stats crazy at the millions and millions of fans that have logged on or you know followed now the kansas city chiefs and nfl twitter facebook instagram from taylor swift so she imagine the revenue she's bringing them millions yes. maybe billions maybe i mean I, uh, unbelievable so the idea I believe that it's yes, rigged, I don't, eh, yeah. possible. Yeah, I believe that I just saw, and I don't have this this pulled up already, but I believe that I saw that it was the most watched telecast of all time. Wow. Like out doing like mash and all of that. Like, um, this was a once in a lifetime sort of, of of televised event that we might not see again. The numbers were just so high, um, eclipsing all sorts of records. And I I, I don't want to give false information so i want to be careful how i worded i don't know if it was like any broadcast ever but i that's that was the headline and i didn't read the the details below so did, did you um, watch I, it 
I watched the very, very actually I, I made it a point not to watch it because number one, I don't I can't stand every time that they score, they've got to show her up in the box having a whole celebration. I hate seeing that. I did turn on the last uh maybe the, the last two minutes because I thought that the 49ers were going to win. Uh and then I remembered the the powers that be that control the world uh, had had their own. Did you did you see the tweet from Joe Biden after no. this? You no. didn't. No. Oh man. I know our listeners must have. So right after the Super Bowl ended, Kev, Joe Biden on his actual official page tweeted a picture out with his it's a it's a it's a it's his uh, uh, his official White House portrait with laser eyes. And his tweet, his wording was just how we scripted it or just how we wrote it up. And people were like, first of all, this didn't come from Joe Biden because it's late and he's asleep. But second of all, uh, what are they telling us? But that that kind of leads me to the article that I wanted to share with our, our the, the the listeners today. One in five Americans believe that Taylor Swift is part of a federal operation to reelect Joe Biden. So then it kind of it kind of dives in a little bit deeper details here. So twenty percent of Americans believe that singer Taylor Swift is involved in a federal effort to see Joe Biden reelected in twenty twenty four. Um, for months, members of the alt-right have spread unfound conspiracy theories that Swift was attempting to control American politics through the NFL, given uh, her current relationship with the Chiefs tight end, Travis Kelsey, who has now secured back-to-back Super Bowl titles. Conservatives have speculated that the relationship uh, was fabricated by the government. Just last month, former Republican presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy tweeted, I wonder who's going to win the Super Bowl next month. And I wonder if there is a major presidential endorsement coming from an artificially, culturally propped up couple this fall. Just some speculation over here, but let's see how this tweet ages over the next eight months. Um, so it says, if, if I scroll down a little bit here, um, 20%, this, this is the tweet, 20% of Americans believe that Taylor Swift is part of a government effort to reelect Joe Biden, that her relationship with Travis Kelsey is fabricated by the government. Now, what's funny here is that this went to such an extreme, Kevin, that the Department of Defense, the Pentagon, had to release a statement saying that Taylor Swift is not a psychological government operation. <laughs> Yes. Now we now we know now we're it's talking. true. Now we right, know right, 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 right. Thank that's, you that's very much, true. Thank you for now telling we... us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, now I mean they've also said that aliens don't exist and all this stuff too, right? So, so I mean, you know, I don't know. You know, it it really is. It's come to that point where it's like if the government says something isn't so, it's like, well, then that there there it is. Put it in writing. Aliens are real. Yeah, like, in oh, writing. Shoot. JFK was killed by Lee Harvey Oswald. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm yes. Sure he was CIA. Pe- no. It says Pe- so. Pentagon spokeswoman Sabrina Singh said, "Quote: Taylor Swift is not a part of a government psychological operation. Period. She has other priorities. So do we." <laughs> That's, awesome. That's unbelievable. That oh is man. Awesome. I mean, I mean, it's it's crazy. First of all, I wonder where they get this twenty percent from, but I guess that's that's a whole other story. But, but, but it, I I just think it's incredible because a- anyway, whatever you want to believe about that, I I don't really believe the government. I think that's that's too far for me. I, I I'm a conspiracy theorist, as everybody knows, like crazy. But I don't know. But I do what I do believe again is that absolute fact. Don't don't you dare question this, Kansas City fans, <clears throat> Taylor Swift fans. It is a hugely beneficial thing, hugely beneficial business decision for taylor swift and travis kelsey to date no question that that is 
absolute fact. So maybe it's coincidence. Maybe it's just, maybe it just worked out. That that could be too. I don't know. I, I can't say otherwise. I don't know that for a fact. But it makes sense that Kelsey, the NFL, Swift and her people <laughs> said, guys, hey, look, we need to bring in some young fans, you know, Taylor Swift fans who are young. Mm-hmm. Um, let's we need we need to freshen up the NFL a little bit, maybe more women, more young people. So let's bring Swift. Who, who does it make sense to hook her up with? Um, and let's put her on. Let's just say let's let's take out the whole cheating idea. Let's just put her on the best team in football. And that's not a stretch to say it's the Kansas City Chiefs. I hate to say it, but it's sure. true. They, have, coach, they yeah. have the best quarterback. They have they have a great accomplished team. coach. Yeah. Accomplished coach. I mean, they got a great team. I, I don't like it, but it's true. So that just makes sense. So I don't know about the whole rigged thing. I, I don't buy that. Honestly, I think it's too far fetched, though. The crazy thing to Matt, I, I, Matt, I told you before the show that in three Super Bowls, the Kansas City Chiefs have been called for zero holding penalties. Now, mm. I know a lot of you people out there aren't NFL fans, so you don't know what that means. That does not happen. Correct. It doesn't happen. You always get a holding call in the game. I, it, it, that's unheard of. So let's just say it's an anomaly, but uh, I don't know. Very strange. Very strange. That's the only thing that makes me kind of like, eh. But anyway, I, I absolutely, totally believe that Swift and the NFL could have done this as as totally a setup just to make money and bring in more fans. And it just happened that they won the Super Bowl. I completely could buy that. Completely. So can I. And I'm sure they'll give us numbers, too, um, of jersey Matt, sales. disagree and... with me. Come it's on. true. <laughs> uh, I'm sure they'll give us numbers of jersey sales and, 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 and ticket every, everything. You know, everything is, is just going to be up. And as we said, kind of the start of the conversation, numbers are are high. Numbers yeah. are, are high. So kind of maybe if you want to jump before we go to the um the 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 topic we had discussed with with marrying later and later and children later and later, something really quick. Um, did you happen to catch at all Bishop Sanborn's commentary on the Putin interview? No, at all. Oh, so he released, yeah. I just I, I played a little bit last night. Um, I thought it was very interesting if people want to. Uh, maybe find that uh, I forget the the name of the guy who he always interviews him. Uh, Steve no. Heiner. Hi, yeah, right, right, right. Yes, yeah. Good, so he he good buddy of mine, good buddy Stephen Heiner. Yes, is he? I I don't really know. I don't wink, see wink, him on the wink. Oh, wink. I gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> I gotcha. Anyway, anyway. Um, yeah. So I the the actually it was quite funny. So Bishop Sanborn he opens up. He's like, uh, you know, it was obvious to me that uh, Putin was very intelligent. He was well read. He was well spoken, and he uh, had a very clear understanding of world events. Meanwhile, our president doesn't know where he is half the time. And I thought that was kind of funny. But a point that that comes up later in the interview, Kev, just really quick before we move on, is when Tucker Carlson uh, asks Putin if he sees the supernatural and God at work uh, in world events. And he said no, mm-hmm. to be honest. My development, um, where to go here? My opinion is that the development of the world community is in accordance with inherent or natural laws and processes. And as Bishop Chandler points out, yes, that is not a Christian response at all. That is not a, a, a Christian worldview at all. And Bishop Sanborn mentions that as well. So just a very interesting kind of interview. It was about 40 minutes, I think. Um, I might play it later on as I drive to Mass. I like doing that as I... Uh, I'm in the car listen, listening to uh, to podcasts or whatever. So totally. really good thing to listen to. But yeah, do you want to jump into the next uh, with the, yeah, with the numbers? Yeah, did you, did though you I think real quick, because since we're, on, yes. since we're on politics, I think it makes sense that we briefly sure. mentioned it, that um, the president of Argentina, <laughs> Malay, what's his name? Sergio, yes, Malay, uh, Malay, Malay or something. Sergio, yeah. Sergio Malay? I don't know, Malay. 
he uh this is pretty awesome he i, I just uh, okay let me pull it up i sent it to matt just a second ago mm -hmm. um argentina achieved a balanced budget in january for the first time in over a decade this is according to daniel d marino on x it's not twitter anymore sorry x President Malay achieved it without congressional action by freezing spending at 2023 levels, cutting many agency budgets by over 50% in real terms. So pretty much he just um, stopped government spending and now they're um, not as much in debt. It's amazing, Matt. It's amazing. It's like, wow, who would have thought? Who would have thought? Don't let the government just spend on transgender research and you might mm. save some money it, it's amazing it's amazing well something that's kind of weird and somewhat relatable is that i think maybe about a week ago trump posted on a truth social saying that all president has to do is say close the border and then that's it the border's closed and then you had a lot of conservatives saying well then why didn't you do it like is, is it that simple is it that easy uh, uh but apparently from what we see here in argentina that the that the president uh does it can issue some executive order obama did it obama was the one who would open up his phone and say i've got a i've got a pen and i know how to use it right um if that, oh, that was, was my good. best impression there that was, was that not that bad that was good you want me to do that one more time i do all right i've got a pen and i know how to use it there how was that you that was not great, that bad you do a great obama. <laughs> I, I am impressed. I am impressed. You, you're, that was like AI level. But he, you wouldn't have even known that. That was no, me. That doing sounded it. like that a black man. Honest, that was honest. You honest sound like man. a 60 year old black man. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> man, Matt, who knew? See, no one's ever seen Matt. Oh, man. Maybe he is a 60 year old black man. Maybe I, I am. Maybe he is. People don't know. No. They, I mean, actually, I'm I used cool to have with that. I'm cool with that. You are cool with that. Right, right. right. Totally cool with that. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, I don't know if I want to talk about Obama, but a 60 year old black man, I am very cool with that. Mm hmm. Thank you. Thank you. No, uh, big me, my me and Big Mike, <laughs> right? <laughs> gonna, gonna replace Joe Biden. <laughs> oh, man. Talk about but he did. He he said that he could. I yeah. I don't really know what's going gonna happen there. <laughs> I mean, uh, Gavin Newsom, Michelle Obama. I don't know. What's why even have a president? Who's what's leading? Who's leading in Vegas now? I think it, it was Michelle Obama for a bit. I don't for know what? who it is now. To replace Joe Biden to to be the next or Democrat nominee. I think that must that must have been what it was. I think it was Democrat. Oh, oh, I don't know. I don't know. But I do know that uh, he, his polling is getting worse and worse. Ever since that report came out, um, ah, him, he's, you know. he's registered insane. Come on, guys. He really, he really is. He, he's, well, let's he, let's just is. say it as it is. He is registered as uh, not able to um, literally go to prison. So, so if you're not, here's a question, Matt. If you're not yes capable mentally to go to prison, he's too mentally, yeah. are you capable mentally to lead the country? I mean. Someone needs to turn that into a into a tweet because that that actually sounds like a pretty good uh that that sounds pretty there you go Matt that one's for you so if it goes viral that's, I want I want a little bit of credit that's from here I wonder if they're going to even debate like uh, no of course they're not going to debate are you kidding they didn't they're going to put out the fake Biden ago. jeez come on they're going to put out the fake Biden did you ever see okay. this thing where it's like they, they and this this I I. I, I have found fascinating movies and and, and and cinema. They've gotten really, really, really good at artificial masks and, and rubber masks and all that to the point where like you have no I've seen people actually like just in theater, like in local university, or whatever theater that between the rubber masks and the, the, the makeup, whatever, you can change a person's face. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes I wonder, like, who are they putting out there? I don't know for us to well, see. I, I mean, by, I mean, Putin just what, I think it was with with uh, Carlson. That I think he would think there are there are super soldiers. There are soldiers that are they've they've changed the genetics. You know they, they they've experimented on the genetic genomes or whatever of these people, and they're they're super soldiers. Whatever that means, mm. that means they're pumping in 
cocaine to their bloodstream every 10 minutes. I don't know what that means, but I mean, that's, I, there's weird stuff going on. I, I, that, that is for sure. You know, I mean, I think it's one of those things you know, we see these, you know, we see these videos of aliens. Oh, there's aliens. <laughs> and I think that's, that's what they're actually trying to make us. That's the, you know, squirrel, a squirrel, right, you know, right, uh, aliens, right. Aliens. Right. There, there's Look over here. Yeah. Stuff going on with AI <laughs> and with genetic um, experimentation. It's, Creepy, 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 creepy stuff. Anyway, okay. Speaking, speaking of which, creepy stuff. We're gonna talk about women. Um, so, <laughs> I'm kidding, <laughs> ladies. I'm kidding, kidding. I love you all. Um, so, this is actually really interesting. And, and again, I have to to pull this up real quickly. And um, my my wife shared. And she gave me a piece of paper which I didn't bring in, but I'm gonna try to remember this from, from from the top of my head. Maybe Matt has it written down. Probably not. Anyway, so the the Instagram post is just kind of. It starts out with a couple of women attractive women you know complaining that they they um they're in their 30s or 40s and they are single and don't have any children and they're very sad about it and it, this, this yes. makes sense and the lady you know the presenter of this video goes on to say now now i'm going to try to remember this so i think it was 45 percent 45 percent of women this is a prediction so so by 2030 45 percent of women of the age 25 to 44 will be single and childless 45%. So it's about, it's almost 50%. And this is in mm. six years, almost 50% of, of women of, of working age women. That's right. You got, you got it. 44 right. are going to be single and childless by 2030. Matt, that's, I couldn't, I, I honestly, I told her, I was like, you know, I told my wife, I'm like, okay, I, I, I almost don't believe this. Please find me a source. And she did. That's pretty interesting. The source which I don't really want to share with you guys because it's a very liberal, woke source, but it's from Morgan, Morgan Stanley, but it's actually a good point. So Morgan Stanley um, mm. did this research and they found, so so that the title of this Morgan Stanley research or that the article is, is 2020, so this is back 2020, is 2020 the year of the she economy? She, not economy, she economy. And it's very positive that, you know, women need to take over you know, the world pretty much. And the one of the points being that this could happen because by 2030, 45% of women are, women are, are going to be single and childless, which is good, according to this article, because then they can be in the workforce. Matt, what are your thoughts? So I remember we kind of brought this up uh, in a little different way uh, a few shows ago. And the, the, the topic that I, I kind of touched on was that when my grandfather was growing up so this was a while ago now but when my grandfather was growing up absolutely everyone in this area here in the in the in the, in the new england area was catholic and they had either they're probably either irish or italian because that's just who, who settled in this area and you really just had your pick like quite honestly like all women really had the, the same goals and for the most part all men had the same goals it was it was a it was a much easier pool to kind of just go from men were expected in in these days to go to work and provide for their family and women were expected to stay home and care for the home and care for the children and so really finding a young woman who espoused these things was probably like going out in New England and finding a Dunkin' Donuts. They were just, this, this is, this was just what was available to you. That's and this super was offensive, man. Yeah, I know that's very offensive. offensive. Yeah, yeah. Cancel this. Comparing know, women very, to like very, Dunkin' very, Donuts. Very offensive. If we need a safe space. <laughs> well, well, I'm you know, going to get, I'm going to get mad emails about this one too. Thanks, <laughs> Matt. It, everyone who lives in New England knows that there's a Dunkin' Donuts every five feet. 
God. That's the that's the point. Sure. <laughs> um, and yeah, there that's just what it was back then. There was no pre-conciliar, post-conciliar. What are you here? What are you there? And there's been a lot of nuances that have made things a lot more difficult. And I think um, back then it just made it quite simple. You met somebody, and this is what my grandfather did. You met somebody, and he already had a, like a predisposition of what this relationship was going to be: Catholic, Italian, homemaker. That was already things that 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 men are looking for if, when they are looking for a relationship are already pre-checked off you're not really fighting anything you're looking for compatibility and you're looking for things that are um you know maybe maybe compatibility in terms of personalities or, or other things but uh for the most part a lot of the big major things in terms of virtue are already there we didn't have um the world i don't think was was nowhere near and it was but i it wasn't near the cesspool that it was today and i and i really think technology and the way we interact with people has changed so very much of things and i think you know people you you even i I, when i was looking at your video there are other videos that kind of come up and relate and it's like what do you do after you say go out to dinner or whatever and how long do you wait to text her how long do you wait to reply there's all of these like i don't want to say these mental games that are involved today that didn't happen back then you you didn't have that form of communication you didn't text you didn't you probably uh would probably sit in the car and say okay i'll pick you up maybe next week and we'll go on Saturday. and that might have been it for the next few days that you spoke and that was that was that was understood but now this constant being able to be in touch um, people read into a lot more. Are they texting immediately? Are they texting right away? Why is there a four-hour delay in response? There's so many things that go into it that I just think it's just a lot harder nowadays to actually um, uh, to work through things. And I think that that really plays a, a lot of factors. Well, and I think we talked about this before too, and you're, you're totally right. I, I agree. And I think part of it too, if you expand on that, is that both women and men, I think especially women, but I think both, they, because of the internet, they think that they have limitless possibilities. You know, there, there's just, mm. you know, okay. Yeah. Even if they get to the point of going on a date, which I think is exceptionally rare these days because of the many issues, but if they do, and they meet a guy and he's like, yeah, he's fine. He, he's, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty attracted to him. I think it could be worth a second time meeting him. And again, guys, I know I'm saying date, please, you know, don't don't freak out about that. Whatever, whatever you know, you know what I mean. An appropriate or an appropriate way of meeting somebody. Mm. And so you know, if you do that, and then and you're like, oh, I'm kind of interested. But I think that now, you know, back in the day, you'd be like, yeah, of course, of course, I'll. I mean, it, yeah, he was interesting. Let's let's try it again. Let's go meet with his friends and go bowling. You know, but but now it's like, yeah, you know, he was you know, out of a hundred, he was a seventy and. <laughs> well, come on. I can meet someone who's 100 because look at all look at all my chances. Look at the internet. I can find someone on Facebook or Twitter or or okay Cupid or you know whatever. And I think that's how people think. And I I think I think that's more of a, a female problem than a male. But but maybe not. I think it could be both. The male problem I think generally is that we've turned into a bunch of wusses. We turned into a bunch of of sissy pants who who can't just get up the courage to ask a woman out on a date and mm-hmm. we can't get up the courage to to you know, be able to to handle if she says no, I don't want to date you or I don't want to marry you or you know, etc. And I think that's the problem that that men are feminized and, and, and women in a lot of ways are masculinized. So so these issues are are exceptionally deep, and that's why I think this is an interesting issue. And there's so many more things. I mean, hormonal issues. I mean, as we as as I shared with you, you know, Elon Musk tweeting about how mm-hmm. you know the the um, birth control pretty much hormonal birth control is really bad for you. It's terrible. It's bad for your weight. It's bad for your health. It's bad for your mental health. 
And how many women out there today are on the are on the quote unquote pill? I mean, of course, this is going to affect them. And yeah, you, uh-huh, I wonder why there aren't, they don't have any babies. Well, maybe because you're not allowing them to be born in the first place. Mm. I mean, it's just, it's one of these things, you know, you hear this, oh, I mean, okay, for some women, yeah, it is tragic, truly, truly tragic and unfortunate in many reasons, but many times it's just, it's their own fault. And I think, um, you know, you look at the videos and kind of just what you said there, that some of the clips of the women, they're, they're upset that they, they can't have uh, children and they want to be in these relationships and all that. And I think it kind of points to women's, uh, their, their, their natural inclination to give life, to birth life, to, to provide for him. I think a lot of women want that, but they're told by the world that no, 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 you can't have that. That's wrong. And it's fed to them constantly. And then they, they have, they have that breaking point where they realize that I don't know. And that, that clip went around, um, I think was it Matt Walsh tweeted about it and all of that. And it was this, this, this younger, this younger woman who was just saying, you know, like, I can't do this. I can't do this nine to five thing every day where I'm waking up early and I'm driving to work for 45 minutes and I'm in the office until five o'clock. And then I come home and I don't get home until six, six thirty. And she's like, I, I, five, I, I can't, and I have no money. I, I can't do this. Um, like what I, and, and I think people are really starting to, I think a lot of there, there is absolutely a trend. We even see it in homeschooling. There's, there's somewhat of a trend. There is a shift yeah. um, of Agreed. people realizing like, what is really going on here? Things are, we talked about this once before. And I mean, this is kind of silly to throw in there, but the, the $20 Whopper or, or whatever, the $20 Big Mac, things are just so out of, it's just like undoable. And I think a lot of people are really feeling the pressure of it. And, um, where we're kind of headed as a country. And I think as, as, as a whole, people are really starting to wake up in a lot of ways and to say like, you know what, like maybe there is something that have been said about the, the, the way people used to live. And I think there's a really great book and I haven't finished it, but it's called, um, uh, uh, a generation of psychopaths strong title there how baby boomers have ruined america and uh, uh i think it kind of goes back a little bit earlier than that to be honest but i think that that, that might have been a peak in a lot of what actually what went wrong with with the pricing of everything and with the, the cost of living and, and all of these things um they showed some numbers like people back then in the 1950s they they had like a like a a, a 1500 hour yearly income and and like everything was just maybe that's a little low but things were just well things were good things were fine um and they seemed happy and you just have a lot of unhappiness and i think more than anything too is really just the internet and i think kind of like the point you said there is it's opened up so many possibilities for people um especially with twitter like you know like and you you see the there's there is something to be said about that catholic simp watch page and uh people post one picture and then there's 800 comments underneath it uh we've we've definitely changed as a, as a society and I, and I don't think for the better uh in that way but it does make you see like you know what like it's it, it's opened up the entire world for your viewing you could see all of these women and women can see all of these men and view all of our views and our interactions with people and uh it's really opened up up the pool where back then you wouldn't have never have had that people who were who were who were living i don't know and say boston would have never have had the opportunity to 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 engage with women who might be living in i don't know texas you you, you lived where you were and that was it you were limited to that and now look there you are kev all the way in germany well, an Ameri- an American. I, moved, I moved to Germany to, to find a woman. So I'm the exact, I, I, I'm the opposite issue. That I, I literally found a woman that I wanted. I, I, I traveled the world to, to, to capture her, I suppose. Um, so I, I'm, I'm the only caveman. It's what I did. Right, exactly. <laughs> but, but, but what I, I would recommend everyone to go and watch, there's a really great video from father Carlos Zepeda 
on the Catholic Wire, and he just recently published it. So if you if you look on YouTube or Facebook, I think Twitter as well, um, Catholic Wire, go subscribe, follow. It's it's fantastic content. Father is really truly one of my favorites. Um, one of the best speakers out there, and one of the best um, hmm. understanding psychology and philosophy. He was he was in the monastery for eight years, and he just somehow you wouldn't think that would work that way, but because of that, he just gets it. You know, it's, it's an amazing thing. Once I think once you know God in yourself, you know people, not the other way around. Anyway, hmm. he's got a great video, and it's about um, being a man and how important it is to, yeah, to be manly, to to stand up for things and to to you know to do your, you know, do your role to be virtuous. Um, it, it's really great. It's fantastic. And that's, that's what I recommend to everyone out there and women too. The, the, the video is for women too. And I think that, I think you're totally right, man. I think there are a lot of people who are waking up to this and like, Hey, look, I'm sick of this. I, I don't want to be a, a little video game loser. I just don't, I don't want to play right. video games. all day. I want to, I want to have what my grandparents or great grandparents had. And I truly believe that exists. And so I think, you know, people are out there like, okay, how do I do this? And I, I highly recommend go find someone like Father Zepeda and bug him until he tells you because, you know, I don't have all the answers for you. But but someone like him with his wisdom, I'm telling you, the, this is how you find it. And, you know, just go ask him. Go ask your priest. You know, go say, Father, how how can I be manly? And I guarantee you, I, or, 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 or womanly, I guarantee you he's going to say be virtuous. And then that's the question. So that's the question. Okay, how do you do that? And that is how the priest can help you. That's how, guys. That's how we win. That's how Even, we, that that's how we win ourselves, and that's how we win society by being virtuous, being manly, being womanly, and and we, that's the that's the fight, and that's what we got to do. And so go find, go talk to your priest today, I really, or Sunday, really go do it, and just ask him, Father. How can I, you know, how can I affect? The, how can I change? How can I be more manly? Ask him. I, I I would be really curious. Please, if you do, and and it's not too private, share it in the comments because I would love to hear the priest's wisdom. On this. And I think I think that's a good question for Lent because Aquinas kind of talks about this. And what is, um, you know, you think about the word effeminacy, which doesn't mean feminine, but it just means being, you know, giving into one's pleasures. Is there's a softness, and that, that that's what Aquinas talks about, being unable to deny pleasure at all. And I think we're in a crisis of that. We need pleasure constantly and so this lent is really a great time um we're on day what like five here and i'm already you know feeling the weight of it a little <laughs> bit if i could share that at some points but but that's all right right yeah. we, we we push through uh, grace builds on grace so continue we'll continue to say that's even another thing too is people don't, don't really think about it but but praying can be hard in this in this very busy world it can be hard to say i'm going to sit here and quiet and pray the road no matter how many times you do it um, the next time might still be difficult. You, I, uh, you know, and I, and I don't want to get into personal things, but people can say a rosary daily uh, for years, and still that next one can still be difficult because you know it's hard to put aside that time and, and to and to just be quiet. We can't do that anymore, and and the world is full of noise, and um, in a lot of ways, it's just the devil. Oh, it, you're you're so right, man. No, it's a hundred percent. That that's where we start. Start with that. Yeah. Start, start with the prayer. I mean, speaking for myself and, and really find yourself a spiritual <clears throat> advisor and, 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 and man, go contact father Zepeda. I'm telling you, this priest has a lot of the answers. He's got a lot of the answers. Go, go watch his stuff. Um, he's a very wise man. Um, he, he's, he, I don't think he's that much older than me. It's pretty crazy. I think maybe a little bit, 
Um, but he he's he's seen a lot, even though he was again, he was in the monastery for eight years. I think it was eight. Um, really good stuff. Catholic wire. Go go check it out. He, he's got these. He does these men's retreats. He does women's retreats and he records them. It's awesome stuff, guys. Awesome, awesome, awesome. It's, it's some of the best, truly some of the top material you're going to find on the entire internet. I, I really, truly mean that. I'm not getting paid. This is not a sponsored. <laughs> Father Zepeda did not bribe me for this. I will tell you that for sure. But it, it really is great. And he will truly help you understand how to be manly. And Matt, I tell you again, if I'm sure you would agree. If you learn that, if you learn how to be manly and virtuous, which which that's what it means to be manly is to be virtuous. If you can do that, your problems are going to be solved because that is how you find God. It's how you find happiness. And it's it definitely can be how you find a woman. I, I can't say that for sure. Maybe it's not God's will. I don't know. But that's I know many men out there are, are searching for wives are searching for, you know, for a future, which mm -hmm. I totally understand and appreciate. Fix yourself first. Fix yourself first. Be a That's man. Right. Be virtuous. And and if you're really having troubles, go go find Father's. I, I Father's. I hope he gets flooded with emails or something today. <laughs> I really hope it because uh, I found I, his page. Yeah. Oh, yeah. go look. I guys, go go contact him. He he is. I'm telling you, he he he's the one who can who can really help you out if you have some of these questions. Um, I hope I don't get an angry email from Father Zepeda later to Kevin. I'm too busy. Asked, yeah, oh, totally. He's got a huge, he's amazing. He's got a huge parish and um, and he still manages to do these videos. And I think he does most of the editing. I don't know how he does it. He, I don't think he sleeps. Anyway, um, check out, check that out. And I, and really guys, it's such good stuff. Um, and he just, check out it's, I think it's his latest video, one of his latest videos about, I don't remember the title of it. Sorry guys, but it's, it's about how men can save the world, something like that. And it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard. I mean, it's it's not a sermon you often hear because it's it's like, oh, boy, mm. he's calling us out. He is calling us out. But, oh, it's exactly what we need. To he's hear. not going to make us uncomfortable, right? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no. What about what about grabbing a glass of water? Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Whatever happened to that? Right. So so we have an option. We can go and listen to Bergoglio, who will just, you know, spout. The spirit is of, blowing. Yes. Oh, just go and be yourselves. Hell doesn't exist. You're fine. You know, be Go love Mother Earth and hug Pachamama, and everything will be fine when you die. And the you forest go, you, is crying. You can go, exactly when you die, you'll go, you'll go to the to the embrace of the forest, whatever the thing is. This lunatic, you know. So, so go instead of that, guys. Go and go and um, go and check out Catholic Wire, Father Peta. Can't recommend it enough. Anyway, check us out as well. We'll be back next week. Um, I at least I assume we're both we're both kind of coughing, but we're both we're both. Coughing. I see us both muting the cough. I yeah. exactly. Well, yeah, we're we're, we're, we're getting we're there on, on the mend. <laughs> but maybe by by Easter we should be we should be okay. But as always, guys, if you have a con if you have a topic you want us to talk about, let us know. If you have an email, you know that you're you're really upset about us for something because Matt compared women to to a donut shop I get my um, point yeah you know i, I, I get my I mean, point pretty pretty mean matt's matt's kind of a mean guy <laughs> but email me <laughs> kevin 89 davis at gmail.com no i really do appreciate you guys emailing even when it is even when it's a critique i really do actually appreciate it, it means yes that you yes. guys listen it means you care and so I, I i know matt does too we appreciate that even if you disagree yes. or we disagree with you we do appreciate getting your email so kevin 89 davis at gmail.com let us know what you want us to talk about if you have anything comment please comment on these videos so you know we know that you're you're listening and um like share subscribe all that stuff and we hope to see you guys again next monday when maybe we'll talk about i don't know what's the next conspiracy theory maybe we'll talk about um 
You know, Atlantis. Let's talk about Atlantis next. Uh. Next Monday, <laughs> the stunt, the lost city of Atlantis. Kevin. Starring Kevin, Kevin Davis. Yeah. Kevin Davis and Matt. <laughs> See, I start with Matt. See, I go down these roads and I get arrogant. All, <laughs> all right. With Matt, I'm Kevin. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. God bless. Make the world Catholic.